Nikki the nail techs. Thank you. Yeah. All right, man. You want to start us off? You ready? Yeah. In five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the 20 somethings podcast, episode eight. Ocho. Emmy. How y'all feeling today, man? Doing good, man. You already know. Good, y'all. Are you good? Yeah, good. good. Nikki, good. We we got a guest today. The one and only. Yes, sir. Henny. Yeah, Talk to him, Henny. What's good? What's good? What's good? We out here. What's good, man? I'm glad to be on this show, on this podcast. You know, I can't wait to you know, have a discussion with you guys. It's exciting, exciting, bro. It's lit. Hey, if anyone's wondering where Melody, Melody is, yeah, we should say where Melody is. <laughs> She's out of town, y'all. We didn't, she did, she didn't leave. <laughs> yeah, we replaced her. We need no, more we males. didn't. We need more male, <laughs> need more male energy. Yeah. She wants to in this place. Needs to be replaced. You have to bring back the feeling. We had to restore the feeling, you know. <laughs> also talk to people stuff, you know, wasting time all summer, you feel me? But anyway, um, let's start with Fiend this time. Fiend, how was your week? My week was good. My week was great. Um, all I did was work all week, but it was a good, like, easy going week. Um, yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Anything else exciting? No. You don't want to Did talk about this no. week? <laughs> yes. Nothing else exciting. Well, tickets. All right. Tickets. Yeah. Uh, what are tickets? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So defensive. Oh, she's always on her, oh, she always on her defensive mode. <laughs> Come on, relax, man. We're on the same team, right? <laughs> I'm going to see Wizkid. <laughs> I got them tickets. Weezy, Weezy baby. Weezy. Wait, wait, wait. Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Going Any, to Chicago are you going with to? the girls. Huh? Me? Me? Yeah, aren't you going? Nah, nah, nah. I wanted to get the, the LA one, but before you knew it, it's going to party with you. It's gone. It's cleared it up. Fast. Yeah, yeah, bro. But yeah. Um, all right, how about you, bro? How you doing? How's your weeks? You miss uh, us? Yeah. Nah, I mean my week was great. Um, David and uh, Waterloo just uh, returned at the beginning of the week, so it was kind of like sad. Like you know how oh. Will Smith at the end of um, at the went. I don't know if it's at the end of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air when everyone basically is out of the house and then he's there with his hands in his pocket. And he's uh-huh. looking at face. Looking that's at empty sort of, crib. That's sort of that's sort of how I felt a little bit, but you know, um, it's all good. Did you cry, bro? Did, be honest, did you cry? Uh-huh. Never. I'm never going to cry about you guys. Is it against your religion? It's not against my religion. It's just... Oh, yeah, whatever, bro. Get out of here. But um, other than that, um, our week was cool. Uh, you know, regular stuff. Nothing too crazy. I also bought WizKid tickets. Um, I feel like I bought it out of pure peer pressure, though. Like, I don't really... I'm not really, like, like the biggest WizKid fan. And <gasps> I, know, I know a lot of his songs, though, like, is even his older ones. But like I don't like them enough to buy like tickets to a show. If you get, if you get what I'm trying to say, like, can you give them to me then? I mean, they're in Seattle, so if you want to come again, I mean, I can give. We're well, not to going to Chicago. No, I'm not going to Chicago. 
Why would he go to Chicago if Whiskey's going to be where he lives? Because of you. Because you guys. No, 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 no. Don't give it to RA, man. I'll take it. I'll come to Seattle. Okay. Come to Seattle, bro. I'll have you, bro. It'll be fun. I was thinking about that one, too, Seattle. But. Close your yes, close your yes, David. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that was my week, bro. It was pretty good. I can't complain. That's good. That's good. Nikki, Nikki, the Nell Princess. Hey, y'all. Um, hey. My week was good. Of course, I got the whiskey tickets. You know, Weezy baby. I got it on presale. Actually, you know, I really thought I wasn't going to get them, but then. This girl gave me the code to get it on presale, and I got them for me and my best friend. And then Fee and Melody are going to come too, so we're all going to be in Chicago. So excited about that! Um, basically, I spent a lot of money on like trips this week, so that's mm-hmm. good. I'm excited for like what's coming up. Up and moving. What else? Honestly, that was the most exciting part of my week, and I'm just chilling right now. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. So my week, my week was pretty chill. Uh, I came back from Washington on Tuesday. So yeah, you know, me and R and Waterloo split ways. It was kind of sad. Very sad. Yeah, extremely sad. Washington was so fun though. I'm not even gonna cap. Like, Why how do you like? Funny, what, what would you rate it on a scale of one to ten? That, that was, that's like a nine, bro. Like honestly. I'm telling you, people need to <laughs> stop sleeping on this state, bro. I'm telling you, everyone who comes here bro, loves it. I need to pull up. Ah, pull I'm up, telling man. you, Eddie, you need to go. Number one, the state, like, if you like just scenery and stuff, like, we went hiking, like, at this one spot, and it was really, really nice. It was really nice. Plus, all the, you know, we went on a boat, and we did a whole bunch of stuff, so it was really fun. You were on fun. a boat? Yeah, I think I was on a boat. Did you enjoy boat? I really did. I know you did. I know uh-huh. you did. Because you've been suffering for 19 years. You got to shake your shake you. What? <laughs> Shake your booty. Yo, yo. I mean, yeah. It should be his booty. Uh, I did not. Uh, 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 I don't shake. I don't shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Then other than that, uh, this week, I I started my new job later this month on the 19th. So I just do all this orientation stuff and like physical drug tests, all that stuff. So I was putting that stuff together. And then other than that, I've just been chilling. Um, You're about to start saving lives. For real. I actually really can't wait. I really can't wait. Like, it kind of hit me now. I was like, yeah, like, I'm actually going to be, like, in the hospital, like, what I've been dreaming to do. So, feels good. So, yeah. So, that's pretty much what I've been doing, watching Manifest, uh, doing those type of things, chilling. And, yeah. No. Yeah, what about any? How was any week? Man, as you all know... (laughs) Been moving and packing because you know the new job just I'm about to start a new job on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm an engineer, thank God. Uh, yeah, this week, thank you, man. That means yeah, you got money, been... ladies. That means you got money. And he's single and a young Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this week has just been like just connecting with people, friends, you know, saying little slight goodbyes. Did you like and, get emotional? Um, I don't think I'm emotional yet. I feel like this this coming week, like because next weekend is my birthday, so I feel like I'm I'm gonna be celebrated by myself for now. So it might hit me down because 
July month, whenever it's July, I, I feel like my most vulnerable. <laughs> so okay. we're going to see how that goes. Wait, why, why July? Yeah, what what's your that? sign, bro? I'm a cancer, so like... Oh, yeah. I, yeah. It makes sense. I, don't I actually don't know anything about it, bro. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I was to July, but whenever it's July, I just feel like close to my birthday. I just feel like very vulnerable in the feelings a little bit, and especially like with you. yeah, and like with this move and stuff, and like starting a new life, a new journey. So it's a new journey, yeah, yeah. So it's Bro. it's yeah, it's hidden. Like I'm about myself. This is my first time living by myself. So like, from boy to a man. Yeah, yeah. Like, this week has been good. Nothing short of blessings. Like I'm very, very grateful, man. Can't wait to see what's gonna. It's gonna come. Happy for you, bro. Thank, thank you, good, man. thank you. So yeah, well, let's get into the topics. Uh, this let's week was was actually like a low key, like high key week. Like we didn't think it was gonna be that many topics, but we low key have a bit. Um, so let's get into it. So first, first off, we have Rachel Nichols and Mariah Maria Taylor incident right right uh, all right could you give a bit of wisdom on that topic yeah yeah i can so what i'm actually gonna do in post-production i'm gonna put a clip in of what rachel nichols said verbatim right and um you know we'll come back to it hey instead of posting the nba finals like what did you do as a reporter about the nba finals well uh, uh, for Maria to do the hosting work. <laughs> yeah. So, I had declined. I don't know what their next move is, but they are feeling pressure because of all that. And um, I'm trying to figure out like, how to just, you know, my thing is that I, you know, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football, she covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your like, crappy long-time record anniversary, which by the way, I myself, like, know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just, you know, find it somewhere else. Like, you're not going to find it with me. So, you should have just heard the clip. And essentially, what happened in the clip is that Rachel Nichols is caught having, like, a private conversation um, about ESPN wanting to basically they requested a, for, for her to like take another role in the NBA finals, like not the traditional role she usually takes, like basically do some, something else um, and have this lady. Her name is Mariah Taylor. She's a black uh, sports center, um, you know, journalist and um, basically have her take her traditional place right on what what gets covered on the finals. Um but Rachel Nichols wasn't really feeling that. And basically she, it's weird because half of the people think that she's bashing Mariah Taylor saying that she's only getting the position because of her being black. And that's why they're even coming to her in the first place. And then half of the people are saying that it's because of uh, ESPN's like, like track history of not having good diversity, you know, on their roster essentially. And now they're having to hit someone like Rachel Nichols. Like Rachel Nichols doesn't want her position to get taken away. So she's basically standing up for herself. Right. Those are the two, um, those are the two different camps, but does everyone know, like, is everyone familiar with it? I mean, I yeah, don't, I, have... I didn't know until you told me, but 
I think yeah, I know the gist. I'm familiar with it, yeah. Okay, what do you think about it, man? Honestly, it was a little shocking, like, you know, for her to even make that kind of statement um, for the most part. What I didn't really like is the fact that, um, what's his name? Uh, um, Perkins? Is his name? The, mm-hmm. the, 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 I don't know, the news actors that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, they had, like, a little, on, on first take, right? I think that's what it is. Um, they kind of, like, didn't let her speak. I didn't like the fact that they were trying to, like, you know, take away from that moment for her to even own up for whatever she said in that clip. Yeah. And yeah. they just felt like they were doing, like, you know, kind of saving her, I guess, when she could have just add more room to even take more accountability. It's like they were trying to, like, soften the punch or something like, you know, the blow of the entire thing by, you know, standing up for her. I didn't really like that a lot because it just felt like, why does it have to always be, you know, instead of a black man for that matter to always kind of, I guess, soften a blow for a white woman <laughs> for mm-hmm. a That's very true. clear and obvious mistake that she made on that part about, you know, art statements. So mm-hmm. the entire thing didn't really, like, blow well on me. I don't like what she said because at the end of the day, like, everything's about opportunities out here. So at the end of the day, like, even though you've done something for such a, a long time and you want to keep doing it, you want to be in that position, it's bound for your position and for that, I guess, little segment to be given to someone else for, you know, a little chance to see if they can also um, be up to par with that kind of pressure, especially for the NBA Finals, which is like one of the most watched, like, you know, series in America. So the entire thing, I don't like what she said. I don't like how um, ESPN or for, and First Take try to like, you know, kind of deter her from taking any slight account- accountability for anything she said. So that's my personal opinion, though. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Um, I kind of knew the situation. I heard about it a little bit when Art told me this week. Um, and I heard the clip, too. Um, but, like, what people were saying was, like, she was kind of going in on ESPN because, like, they're trying to do, like, a rush job of diversity. Because, I mean, a lot of times now, like, they, like, you know, they're kind of be like, okay, yeah, since we've been racist in the past, like, let's just, you know, have like any kind of black or white or I mean Mexican or whatever uh, minority. And I think she was trying to say like um, she was suffering because they did not do well in the past or something like that, which I still think is kind of shady. Like, I mean, if, especially since she'd been doing it for like so many years, if like, you know, a young black uh, reporter wants to like, you know, do the finals for once, I don't think that's a problem, but she got exposed. And then I also agree with any point, like with um, first take or the jump, whatever the show's called. Like, she spoke for, like, 30 seconds, like, and then Kendrick Perkins and all the black guys she worked with, like, were like, oh, we defend her and all this kind of stuff. Like, give her time to, like, you know, take that responsibility and actually talk from what she thinks and, like, believes. It just seems like since they were the black guys, like, they're, like, all taking one for the team. Like, oh, she's good. She's with us. Yeah. Man, look, personally, I'm not even going to hold you. When I heard that clip for the first time, I did not see anything wrong with what she said. Like, I didn't see one thing wrong with what she said because it was sounding like she was not attacking. She even said during the clip, like, Mariah can do football. She can do basketball. She covers a bunch of different stuff. You know, she gave her her credit, right? She, I feel like it was more so an attack on ESPN's track history, right? Because, and you see this a lot with companies, especially in corporate world, where like, especially they don't have a good track history of 
being diverse. They just try and do a rush job of it last minute and then just start throwing people up, you know, in positions of, you know, power. And essentially what you have to do when you do that is like remove people who are in those positions, essentially. Right now, Mariah Taylor is still qualified. No one is questioning that. But the way that ESPN is approaching, integrating her into that role, uh, especially with their track history, I feel like I feel like that's what makes me agree with what Rachel Nichols was saying off jump. Now, obviously, like, like there's already history and people have complained about when black people get promoted, that it's only because they're black type stuff. So I get that other portion of it, but I don't think that's what the situation is personally. Like, I feel like it's more just, and I, and I actually really feel bad for Rachel. Like she, you, you know how, like when someone like, when all these people gang up on you and you have no yeah. choice, but just adhere to the, what everyone's saying, the, I don't want to call it group think because that's what it feels like. But I know she still has that opinion in her heart. Like what I said, I probably didn't. But, you know, to the public and so she can keep her job and stuff, she has to say whatever they want, essentially, because if she doesn't, then she's out of there. I feel like it's another version of cancel culture personally in this whole situation. You think so? Yeah. Um, Has the black woman said anything about it? That's a good question. She had not said anything about it, but she like there was a video a few months back that she was alluding to but when black women get in these positions of power they question us and say you know she was basically alluding to stuff like what we're seeing right now but it had nothing to do with this incident because this incident had not taken place but she hasn't spoken on this specifically as far as i know so what it's sounding like to me is the white lady is getting accused of saying a statement like oh you're only here because you're black but the white lady's saying she didn't mean that right yeah pretty much i think i since i'm not really familiar i can't make any like judgment but i feel like the white woman if that's not what she meant she needs to make that extremely clear and two it's so common for people to just assume oh you only got that because you're black because like you know how people be saying oh these black people are in this position because of affirmative action and they want diversity they want this they want that so it's a common theme so it's like it's not that far fetched for that for people to think that's what she means. But because I don't know her or, you know, her background or whatever, I can't really like tell whether or not that's what she meant. But just to protect all sides, she needs to come out and say, hey, this is this, this is that. And don't let nobody else speak for you because that's weak. How long has this uh, Mariah is Mariah the one who has been there a long time or who's the one who's been there? Rachel has been oh. there longer. Okay. Um, yeah. How old is she? Rachel? Like 40 yeah. some. Yeah, I think, like, what I've noticed, like, the older generation expects loyalty from major companies. And I feel like nowadays anyone's replaceable. Like, not even coming from it from the race aspect, because once again, like Nikki, I don't really know much, but just coming from it from like a business perspective, you should never rely on your position because you're so easily replaceable they don't even give any regard on how long you've been doing X, Y, and Z. Like if it's going to further their agenda, if their agenda is to be more diverse and make themselves look better, they're not going to care how long you've been reporting on this subject. They will kick you out and put someone else in. 
And I honestly think that's what ESPN is doing. Like, no one's saying the girl is not qualified, but at the end of the day, you're you're replaceable at your job. So I would just never put any loyalty into it like that. Don't you think your employer owes you some level of loyalty, though? Like That's what you would think. But the way America is with capitalism, (laughs) they do not care. They will cut you, cut rope. That's facts, bro. Like, that's one thing that I know is just that that's like, like a lot of people would like when people like just kind of leave their jobs for most parts without like ever caring what the company thinks is because like, you know, like Finney was saying, like they, no company ever owes you any loyalty because anybody could come in and they want to give that person an opportunity and maybe like you were late for two minutes one day. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. out of there, bro. So, like, they, they will never give you that. Especially in America, I just know for sure, like, a lot of big corporations will never give you that loyalty like that, no matter how long you've been there for. Like, especially, like, during this COVID, this COVID season is a very, very broad example of how a lot of companies did not care how long you've been in the company for. This kind of, like, I had a friend whose dad worked for Honeywell and for years, and they cut him off completely because of that. So, Things happen, man. Like, there's no loyalty anywhere in this place. You just have to find, you know, who you want to lo- be loyal to. I mean, be, be loyal to for, you know, however long you want to be. Be loyal Bruh. to yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, Do bro. what is going to benefit woman. you. Huh? What? And to your woman. Amen to that. Amen to that. What is that? Wait, <laughs> wasting time all summer, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, ooh, I agree. America is cutthroat. Like they do not care. This is a capitalist society, man. They will they will love you today and tomorrow you're out the door. So exactly. You feel like you feel like Rachel should have like just suck it up and be like, okay, I'll do the lower position that she can of, of course not. Of course not. But then like but that's like, what I'm saying. I think the, the new issue that I have is like, how do you get black people in positions, higher positions, while like still placating to the people who pay their dues like because you sort of put yourself in a predicament when all you've done is white for so long and then mm-hmm. now you want to do diversity but mm-hmm. you can't do that like that's we have to be real that's kind of not fair like imagine if it was flipped around and it was black all, all black everything right yeah. and then we want to put white people black people at the top are going to be like what are you doing I, I've done this role I've been and I've been successful yeah. I've, I've hit all of my marks and now just be like, okay, obviously that's not why, but if that's the motivation, which I'm going to be honest with you, I personally think that's the main motivation. I know this girl is talented and all that stuff, but if they if they would have already done that, if they, there's been plenty of black talent, don't even get me started. You know how many ESPN people have gone through that are black women? Uh, what's that yeah. one? Who got canceled because uh, she said something about Donald Trump? What's her name? Oh, Jamel, Jamel, Jamel Hill. Yeah, yeah. There was another black one. Um, Taylor I Rooks. Her name. Taylor Rooks. Taylor Rooks. <laughs> I think so. Too <laughs> <laughs> bad, bro. There, but like, so they've had opportunities. These people are just a ton of Mariah Taylor. But it's now they're getting to the breaking point of like we're seeing ESPN's true colors. ESPN scrambling. Okay, uh, let's throw her up there. Rachel, are you okay with that? Why? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, 
I've been doing my role and now you're just going to do this because you're trying to do a rush job. Like, nah, don't make me the victim of what you're trying to do type thing. Right. And I'm not saying this is justified, but like that's kind of been the story for black people. Like ever since black people started working, like they will put a mediocre white person doing nonsense and pay them at a way higher rate than a black person who's talented because, you know, well, Richard Nichols not America. a joke girl. Huh? That's not Nichols what she's saying, though. Tell that to she's Jimmy just saying Bowles. an example. No, I'm okay, just saying okay, an okay. example. Like, I'm not, I'm not justifying this whatsoever. Like, oh, we should just white and black. Like, we need to get back at each other. No, but I just want it to be acknowledged. Like, not to say like now they know how it feels because it's not like a tit for tat thing, but it's just like. If I was Rachel in that situation, obviously I'm going to feel some type of way because I worked there for the past X, Y, and Z years. But you got to move on, basically, at this point. They're not giving you what you deserve at this point. Find somewhere that will give you what you deserve at this point. Sometimes it's just not worth fighting for a position. Maybe that's just a millennial in me speaking because I know the older generation likes to stay in places for 20 plus years. Me, Uh if it's not benefiting me, I'm leaving, like point blank, period. That's true. Mm. And the thing is, like, or like, um, what was I going to say? Like, there's no, like, there's no need, like, there's no best way to really put, you know, a black person in the mix of a position that you haven't done. Like, there's no perfect way for that stuff. Because regardless of how any company does it, like, a few people are going to look at it like, bro, like, you know, what the funny, no, <laughs> sorry. Sorry for that. Okay. Like, you know what? WTF. So, yeah. um, like, it, it, there's no perfect way for it. So, I, I just think, like, it just, it, it's going to be done regardless. Like, if it has to be done, it's just going to be done. We, it's just something that has to be accepted. You know, like, um, just like, like you know, Pena was saying, you just have to kind of move on from it as much as it hurts. I mean, she has every right to feel the way she did, you know, because, hey, no one likes their position to be jacked away from them like that. But at the same time, like that loyalty stuff, no company, like no company in America <laughs> owes anybody that kind of loyalty. As long as you're not the CEO or you know, even the CEO sometimes. So I've seen some cases <laughs> where they don't care about the CEO. Everybody's expendable, man. Yeah, everyone is like they can change anybody at any freaking time. So it's just you just gotta have to find your own peace somewhere else if you feel like you're not being accepted where you're at like i mean I, and this goes to everybody you know and not just you know black people you know whoever so it's just you just kind of have to just move on bro and like one thing i know is that if you work somewhere another company will always pay you more than your previous pay because For sure, that's true. <laughs> you already have that experience exactly like, bro, like mm-hmm. bro and again like i like just because of our uh background and like you know our you know a portfolio and stuff they might even give her just a, a show, just you know, give her the band, bro. Exactly, bro, that's true. that is true. Our own personal show. So, I mean, I guess she has a contract, but that's why she's still there, you know, to wait it out and you know, use her years or whatever. But right now, like that diversity stuff is being pushed in all spectrum, as it should be. Yes. Yeah, yeah, as it should be. So it's just like, if she's not okay with it, then she just gotta move and find her somewhere else. That's it. I agree with that for sure. I think she's on honestly the- losing money just staying at ESPN at this point. Just I'm- like Arnie said. Oh, now she's losing herself. money. Because people think she's racist now because of oh. this thing. Sorry, girl. So Sorry, not- I, mean, I want to I say she's racist. I just 
I just feel like the the comment was was just the right time to make this kind of statement. Yeah. <laughs> this part. But well, this wasn't Maybe, public too. This was a leak call, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess she yeah she felt comfortable in the environment that she was in to make this kind of statement. You know, so I just yeah. I, you just have to be careful who you talk to <laughs> in general. I'm telling you, man, Talk like everything is downfall. always being recorded. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a tough. Fact. No, yeah. At work? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, on the same vein, um, it seems like black people getting attacked in the Olympics. And not physically, right? But <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but like, um, we- you know, it seems like there's some sort of agenda to stop them dominating or something like i think we were talking about last week shikari got busted for doing weed but there's been like two other people who got kicked off for weird reasons then they're docking some old bios point system because she does tricks that are too advanced and other people can't do them (laughs) yeah bro like she's too it's like she's like 10 times ahead of everybody's league when it comes to that stuff like, what do you guys think is going on? Is there, like, some sort of conspiracy? Oh, um, other than that, though, like, not only black people, but Tokyo in general is, like, going into a lockdown because of COVID. Um, mm. They're not letting anyone in the stadium. So it's just going to be Olympics with nobody in the stadium. Like, at this rate, I'm feeling like they should just cancel the thing. Like, they can't cancel yeah, but, it, though. But, yeah, but there's too much. Too much has been going into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the trials and everything. So I don't think it'll be canceled. <laughs> but I don't see why they can just make it a closed event. Like every other sport that has done that for the past however much. Like soccer was a big thing. Like, no, you didn't see anybody in the stadium. It was just 11 and 11 playing soccer. So they can right. always make it that. People are always going to tune in and watch. Honestly, the views might even go up if they do that. So... Yeah, think so? yeah, because there's no one at the stadiums going, you know, going to watch. And I feel like we're all the people are saying, oh, we like, or oh, we're not going to watch it, bro. Like, <laughs> you, you, we, we, we gonna all know it. you're, you're going to tune in. Like, you know, like, I feel like, especially the, the running and basketball, like, the, like mm-hmm. the track and stuff, track and basketball probably. And then because uh, Simon Bills is going to be under. And gymnastics, those three, you know, sports would be the most watched ones. I don't know about I don't know about the other sports, but those three, for sure, we get the most views. So people are gonna tune in regardless of them saying they're gonna boycott. I just feel like it's all cap. <laughs> yeah, honestly, all caps and big caps. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, white people are just feeling some type of way about black people excelling the way that we are. So they're doing everything in their power to you know, find a reason to hold them back. Like, how can you say a woman, a naturally born woman has too much testosterone to compete with other women? Like, does that even make sense? So it's like, they're, they're finding things, little things that just what might not make sense to us, but they feel like they can justify it to um, keep black people down, which is what white people do. So I'm not really surprised. Uh, uh, That's not all white people. (laughs) I didn't say all white people, but, Okay. Like a black <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I feel like everything is against black people in this life. So, yeah, uh-huh. I actually don't take my statement back either. They even banned swim caps for black oh, yeah, people. Oh, yeah, I was about to bring that like up. Like for yeah. Afro hair. 
What? Yeah. Everybody knows yeah, when your right. hair gets wet, it gets heavy. Our hair soaks up water and it holds it. It gets heavy. So it's definitely an agenda. Who made this decision? Like, nah, was it always like this? Go ahead. No, oh, any, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was like, I saw that swim cap stuff and I was, I was actually, I didn't understand the, like, the concept at all because like every like swim, you know, swimmer literally wears a cap, you know, to protect their hair from the water. So it's just like, it, like even though, like even with the swimmers who have like braids or afros and stuff like that, like would it even that be more of a weight? Like, it, like I was going to help them, you know, it's just, like it doesn't make any sense because like it, there's no way it's gonna like enhance your stuff because it's significantly bigger. It has a bigger, you know, like little bulge than the rest of the other swimmers whose head are more slimmer and to just small and stuff. So that agenda of like kind of banning the swim cap for black people with kind of you know really different type of hairstyles is very is very very stupid. And the whole like Shakari thing I was gonna say is just like. She, I think she she messed up. <laughs> she messed up big time, and there's literally no going back on that stuff. And I feel like you know the rules are the rules. It sucks to say, oh, oh, but huh? No, the like rules you, you know, rules. no, the, no. The rules are the rules when it comes to that stuff. Like, and, and again, it's just like there's nothing we can even say because she took accountability of our actions even before the internet, you know, kind of got in the way of or knowing of you know everything. You know, she took an accountability, accountability of it. And she knew what she was doing even before everyone found out. You know, she's going through a lot of stuff. So, like, I feel like everyone understands why she did what she did. And, you know, she knew before she did it. And she was ready for whatever circumstance that, you know, would happen as a result of her, you know, taking those actions. But it's kind of, it's kind of also hard to, like, also fault the Olympics uh, committee committee yeah for you know turning our way based on the rules that they've kind of laid down in their personal law yeah that that's my like it's just it's just hard like, to fight them for it you know like it's just it's there <laughs> before we yeah that's what i'm asking like have all these things that are coming up all of a sudden did they were they doing this in the previous olympics like i don't remember hearing about all of this weird we just been consistent though weird testosterone you have too much testosterone I never heard all about this. Maybe they were doing a better job of like hiding it, and now that social media is more advanced, like we're catching mm. it more. Mm. I don't know. I think the I weed think... one was the weed one has always been there. I don't know about the yeah. testosterone and all that stuff. Yeah, that they're literally stuff? judging Simone Biles on a different scale because she's so advanced. Like yeah, you she... can't be mad at that. Like point blank, period. The Olympics is to showcase who is the best, who's the top. Gold, silver, bronze. Homegirls showing out and you guys are mad. So you want to put it on a different scale? Does that make sense? Everybody else needs to step up their game. That should tell all the other participants, okay, if Simone Biles can do it, I can do it as well as a fellow gymnast. But right. for the fact but that they can't be like... <laughs> they can't. They can't yeah, do it. But, you know... <laughs> But honestly, it's really heartbreaking, like for the people that saying they're not going to watch the Olympics, because imagine you're in high school, your dream is to go to the Olympics, you finally make it. And then black people are saying, I'm not watching. Like, even though yeah. all this stuff is happening, I still feel like we need to watch the few black people that are there. Of course. Yeah, we really are. 
still. They're not. They're not serious about that. I'm not and watching. I don't know what what is boycott boycotting watching it. The, that's not going to help change. I mean, I may, I guess if there's enough of us and the ratings go down enough, but this. Oh yeah. Is all right. Yeah, shut up. All right. You went silent. You went silent for a minute. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. We can hear you now. Yeah. I was saying that I don't think that like us not watching is going to make a bit as big as a, of a dent as people think. Like this is an international event. Like mm-hmm. people are going to watch us all across the globe at the same time. Black people make up like a fraction in the United States. Now you want to expand that population to the world. Like it's not going to change any. What needs to happen is that there needs to be all this diversity talk. We just did the last point. They need to diversify the board that's creating all these weird, weird rules, right? Back. All these weird swim cap, testosterone, uh, judge you on a different scale stuff. That's what needs to change. Right. And I think only then you'll start to see all this weird stuff get knocked off and then we get more sense in that space. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, speaking of this, we're still on like black stuff right now. Um, Zyla Avant-Garde. Do you guys know Woo! this name? You know her? Man. Yes, I saw her on my test today. Bro, she's a superstar, bro. Yes, we do. Wow, it's crazy point. because, like... Oh. You want to tell us any? What, what does Zyla do? Bro, she won the Spelling Bee, like, chant. Like, she's the first uh, Black American, mm-hmm. I guess, to do that. Yeah. And, she, bro, she said it was a... It's a... It's a whore divorce. I don't know how to say it properly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she says, like, doing the spelling bee stuff was like a whore divorce. Like, it was a whore divorce. Order? Like, it was like... Whore? No, a <laughs> whore divorce. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yo, and it's order. Why did you say order? Order. No, that's... Whore's no, what? Whore divorce. That's what she said. That's whore's divorce? Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does... <laughs> That was the exact word she used. She said it was a like it's like it was a you know just a side hobby for her to do the spelling bee stuff. Like yeah, but she's man, it's crazy because she's so freaking like talented and like she plays basketball, bro. She will cross your legs over too, and she, she has like, like I think three, yeah, I saw a video. Yo, she's filthy, she and she has like three Guinness World Records. Like mm-hmm. can you for dribbling and other stuff? Like can you we're imagine? Just it's only that's why I'm saying where was she? I never seen her on any sort of IG in my beat. life. I know, but this spelling be part I know from this, from winning this stuff, like she's going place out of here, like bro. she's out like, of here skyrocketing and I'm a fan already, man. Like I'm always gonna I'm gonna say how old is she? Story. How old is she? She's, I think fourteen, right? Wow. Oh, yeah, I think like yeah, fourteen. She's fourteen years there. old. Let me look it up. Sure. She studied thirteen thousand words a day for in yeah. preparation for that spelling bee. Spelling thirteen thousand words a day, bro. Bro, and that clip was adorable because <laughs> she made a little joke, like you know, because the word Mariah. I think that's what the word was. Yeah, I can't forget that video, man. Now it was it was beautiful to watch. Like she's so. Like, she's amazing. She's amazing. Black black ladies in here. What do you guys think of your sister? <laughs> I'm really proud of her. Like, it's really cool to see um, somebody so young doing all these things. Like, I think even 
for younger black kids like it's so inspiring like oh one of my peers is out here doing stuff like that like when I was growing up it really wasn't nothing nobody like that at least we didn't know about them so I'm happy she's getting the spotlight after all this time of her accomplishing stuff because like you guys said we never heard of her till now so obviously she's been doing this stuff for a minute but she's finally getting the credit that she deserves I agree I like seeing black girls portrayed in a positive light we all know the most attacked minority is a black woman. And I said it, whoever wants to come for me can come for me. Yeah, but it's good to see someone in this position. It gives inspirations to other young people that like there's more to life than Instagram and social media. Like you yep, can yep. do whatever you want to do. This girl was bouncing basketballs, riding a unicycle. Like talent, pure talent. What were you doing at 14? Reading. Being fast. <laughs> Wait, didn't you like uh, do pie or something like that? You said something like that. Oh, yeah. Like when I was younger in school, there's like this pie competition as in the mathematical pie. So like 3.14. Um, and I won for reciting the like the longest number of digits of pie. Don't ask me to do it now because I do not remember. Try it, try it. As an African parent, you know, African parents, they make us read a lot. So, like, we don't really get to go out and do stuff. My mom always had me reading in the house. So, I guess. But, yeah, 3.14. That's all I know. (laughs) Come on. You know at least one number after that. I think it's 3.145. 159. Yay. Dang. You an engineer, aren't you? Give up your degree. Leave it at the door. <laughs> well, there's a five after the one, so I was close. Uh, what were you doing at 14, David? Puberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was born, bro. Oh, Yo. Bro, what was Nikki doing at 14? Take a guess. Old block. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, yes, no. Never mind. Yo. I don't know, honestly. Probably trying to keep up with everybody else. You know, typical stuff. What's that, freshman year of high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just being fast, living outside of my, you know, trying to fit in. Right. Mm. At 14, what was I doing at 14? I must have been a... Uh, calculus. Hmm. I must have been like a sophomore because I was a grade ahead. So I was pretty much as close to avant-garde, you know, in that sense. You know, I was very advanced for my age. And you know what I'm saying? Avant-garde. <laughs> nah, I'm just I'm kidding. I but was close to avant-garde. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I, I, obviously, that's not, like I, was, I was just very regular. I was a very regular kid. No, I really you was. Really followed the election. You were making generators and stuff. Don't do that. I was not making generators. I was following right. the election closely. Yes, because I was concerned about Obama winning, so I was very on top of that. But other than that, um, did you guys like remember? Do you guys remember? Oh, Andy, what were you doing at fourteen before I proceed? Oh, uh, that was also sophomore year of high school for me. Um, at fourteen, I did the. Uh, a math competition, I guess. I think that's mm. what I did. I saw for you. Yeah, a math competition. Out of the Catalan. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, out of Paris, I won like a third place medal. Uh, wow. For, uh, yeah, it was like a little. It was two. It's two of us. So me and this other guy. We won a third place medal for um, our math skills, I guess. Um, wow. I didn't make it any further than that. <laughs> in the other that's still so good. But I guess that's what I was doing at 14. Like, already I was way, I'm still way ahead of my my age sometimes. So, hey. Engineers, man. Hey. I know. It's wide, like. like I just have numbers on your mind all day. I got I numbers on my mind. Two plus two equals. I got a question. I got a question. Do you, would you, okay. Were any of you guys in a spelling bee? Yes. Yeah, I was. What's the word that you got out on? Do you remember? Quiet. <laughs> you said quiet? Mm-hmm. What did you, how did you spell quiet. it? Do you remember how you spelled it? I oh, spelled I it um, Q-U-E-I-T. So quiet. Quiet. Uh, <laughs> you know that, that, that rule is like I before E, except after, but I switched them. So... I said, oh, let me start over. But they said, we have to go based off the first way you spelled it. So. Yeah. That's how I got out. I spelled the word bridge wrong, and I mixed up the D and G. Idiot. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> bridge? Yeah, bridge. Yeah. But I was, like, top four or something. I was really close. Not number one. What about you? Yeah, what I about you? number one. Oh, you won? <laughs> No, I'm just like, no, you didn't. <laughs> it was actually, it was sixth grade. And I remember my dad was like, oh, if you win, you'll get a phone. Cause I didn't have a phone. And all I wanted, all you wanted in sixth grade is a phone, bro. Everyone had a phone. And then, like, I think, like, I, I came in like third place or something like that. And I didn't get to like the regional level. And I was devastated. But I still got a phone, though. So, do you remember the word, though? I really don't. Yeah. I really don't remember the word. What about you, Any? Honestly, I feel like I was in a, in a spelling bee, but I don't. I don't, don't ever. I don't have any recollection. I don't <laughs> think <laughs> I ever was, but I have a feeling I was. I don't know. I can't remember at all. That's. A, hey, don't look at me like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's let's keep going. Um. We got another topic on here. Um, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. Uh, Nikki put this topic on there. Nikki, you want to introduce us to this? What's going on, Wendy Williams? Um, long story short, she's just not a good person, in my opinion. So first, do you guys know Tabitha Brown? Yeah. Yeah. She says, very good, very well. Yeah. Because that's my business. That's what she be saying. So she recently um, retired her husband. So she told her husband, you don't got to work no more. You can follow your dreams. Wow. Yes. That needs to happen more in the black community. (laughs) 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 But anyways, she retired her husband. He was in the LAPD for, I don't know if it's LAPD. He was a police for 15 years. And she was like, you know, you don't got to do that no more. Whatever. Follow your dreams. Do what you want to do. Cool. So Wendy Williams, big mouth self, came on the national TV saying, oh, that marriage ain't going to last. Oh, once once he stopped making money, it's just downhill for them. Let's see how long they last. Da, 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 da. Just trashing their marriage. She's comparing to her own marriage, experience man? there. Exactly. She was like, the last time I said, take your time. Look where we ended up now. Like, yeah. she's just a bitter person. So Tabitha 
she came on and she was like, oh, let me pray for you, Wendy. And she just shaded her whole life with a nice uh, prayer. And I just love that for her. Secondly, um, there's a TikTok star. I think his name is Swavy. I Swavy. actually didn't know who he was, but I have seen his videos before on my For You page. Um, he got shot and he passed away. Rest in peace to him. And Wendy Williams came on her show and was like, oh, this boy, he's a TikTok star. I don't know who the heck he is. Da, 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 da. Just making it such a fact that she don't know who he is, right? And then she now said, well, he died. So it was like he, she made the audience laugh about him not being known or whatever. I have no idea who this is. Neither does one person in this building. Maybe Sus does. Uh, do you know who Swavy is? Clap. Clap if you know who Swavy is. Okay. Well, he's a TikTok star. He's got more followers than me. 2.5 million. On TikTok, but on Instagram, you have more followers. Well, as my son Kevin would say, no one uses Instagram anymore. What? And as, as far as TikTok, I don't use that at all. Uh-uh. I don't know what that is. I don't want to be involved. So here he is. He's 19, and he was murdered Monday morning. He's dead. Swavy is, yeah, dead. Swavy is now dead. Correct. Oh. Mm. All those Tragedy. followers. Yeah, that's really tragic. Only 19 years old. And then now that he died, it's just such a, a weird way to announce that somebody passed away. Like, why even put it on your show if he's so unknown? You know what I'm saying? So people felt some type of way about that because, like, is just kind of insensitive to the family and things like that. So that's why she's under fire again this week. Yeah, the way she even introduced this, she's like, Swavy, the TikTok star, clap if you know him. I and nobody clap. knew him. And like yeah. people started like clapping scattered. And she's like, well, he died. On a lighter note, X, Y, and Z. Like, it's just very toxic. Insensitive. Mm -hmm. um, Wendy Williams reminds me of Charlemagne. They like, she says things out of pocket and no one will check her. Like people check her, but she still gets away with it. Cause they're just like, Oh, that's Wendy. And she's a menace to society and needs to be stopped. I agree. Boys, how you feel? Um, I'm not too familiar with Wendy Williams, but every time I hear her, she's always doing stuff like this, like nasty stuff, like being nasty, looking nasty. I feel like she. Looking <laughs> nasty. I, I feel like she, she is a bitter, and I think in her own life, like her marriage failed horribly, and her husband was like cheating on her vigorously, uh -huh. mismanaging her money. Vigorously. Her husband was her. I, I'm okay. I didn't do my research on this one, but I feel like her husband was her manager of some sort, and it was all it was just messy. Those were just messy. I feel like she needs to just. She doesn't add anything to black culture, in my opinion. Like, she just adds unnecessary gossip and then stirs up problems. And I don't know what woman in my life who listens to this lady. Like, I feel like 
the people who listen to her, I looking at you, I'm looking at you weird, like, because she don't really provide much. Like, anytime I hear her, she's always doing stuff like this. And that one about that TikTok kid, that was really, really distasteful. Like, the the boy died. And then after he she's mentioned his death, she started talking about, well, your followers can't follow you there or something like that. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is a child. And then you're talking about followers that he just died from gun or, you know, some sort of violence. Like, are you okay? Like, she's she's on one, in my personal opinion. Yeah, nah, I, I just see Wendy, Wendy Williams. Oh, my. English is so hard for me to speak sometimes. I apologize. <laughs> you good, bro. But, uh, <laughs> but I just see Wendy Williams like, as like a, you know, a little mini or televised shade room, to be honest. Yes. That's literally all she gives to the community. Yes. <laughs> that's all she gives to the community. Just a little televised shade room, just shading people. The whole type of the brown thing was, Honestly, just full from an insecurity from a past marriage, like Earl was saying. So that was the only, that's the only main thing I saw from that entire clip or whatever she said about her. And I love Tabitha Brown's like flat back to that stuff. She that is was, such was, a nice man. Like she, she said, it was just beautiful to watch. It was, it was perfect. She her with grace, bro. It exactly. And like, like you can't really, you can't even argue with that. Mm. So, and then the whole what's the kid's name again? I forgot. Swavy. Swavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was nah, that was that was just on call for it to be honest. I do not even know why our channel or whatever show is still in existence. Because I don't think any worthy um, you know, celebrity has even gone on a show as of recent, you know, because that's what yeah, she really nobody you know, goes does. there anymore. Yeah, so like she usually has like you know a big you know star come on a stage or you know have a little talk, but I don't think she ever usually gets that anymore. It's just everything about her is just distasteful. I mean, the, the, the states distasteful. Jesus. <laughs> Do y'all remember that picture of but Wendy yeah. Williams and she had a long Timberland boot? <laughs> Wait, I think I've seen that bit before. I'm gonna send it to you guys, but. Every time I think of her, I just think of her long, huge footed self, always talking about somebody, always talking about somebody's appearance, always talking about somebody's this, that, that. Like she never has anything positive to say about anything. And I think her time is done. She needs to find something else to do because after a while, it's going to get old. Actually, maybe not because people love nasty, negative comments, but no real celebrity respects her. Uh, the same way people tune into the shade room on Instagram is the same way they tune into our show. Mm. The next one, maybe we should talk about since we're kind of in like a gossip ish territory. Um, Uzi. Now, Uzi had a really busy week. Right? So, first, Uzi jumped <laughs> out of and did you want to? A wanna, busy week. Did, Right, he was very busy. If you want to like give us a breakdown of what this dude was on, yeah, he was breaking down. But anyway, um, <laughs> Uzi, yeah. So like last weekend or so, um, he was in West Hollywood um, in his Escalade. And if anybody knows Britney, that's his ex girlfriend. He talks about her in past songs. Um, was with Saint John, who's also another artist. I don't know if you guys are too familiar with him as well. So they're having like a business like brunch or something in like West Hollywood. Uzi popped out of his car, uh, went up, was confronting St. John, like, hey, man, well, you with my girl? Like, what's going on? And then um, it started escalating. 
Um, I think some punches were thrown. It was missed. Uzi fell to the floor. Gun fell out of his um, of his pocket. Everybody went crazy. Everyone was like getting out of the place. And then Brittany was trying to come talk to him, like calm him down. He struck her, pushed the gun. In allegedly, his allegedly. Oh yeah. Sorry, this is all allegedly. By the way, I don't know. I wasn't there. So um, struck her, put a gun in her stomach, and then um, dipped. And then, like the day later, he was in an all-white party doing all sorts of breaking down moves and <laughs> backflips and front flips and gymnastics. Like he didn't just beat the hell out of his ex-girlfriend. Allegedly, so, what, bl- allegedly. what blows me? What blows me is that no one was talking about that. Every time the clip was getting posted of him breakdancing, people it's like. I don't know if people didn't hear the, what he did, but I thought it was pretty big news. Then, like, Shade Room or some blog mm-hmm. post about it. It was, the, everybody knew about it. Yeah, yeah nah, still, that was, uh, um, based on that, like, I, yeah, I don't really know much about the story because I, I didn't, I think I saw it once on Twitter, but that was about mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, like, I, the breakdown stuff probably most definitely took over my TF. <laughs> but, that. <laughs> 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 that thing was so re- like it was retweeted up and down, but honestly, and then like, you see what was happening in the background. Some yeah, nonsense. James Harden and James uh, Harden was man. tickling me, bro, <laughs> as if he's not thirty plus. Uh, <laughs> but not like him allegedly, like you know, I guess beating up is that what he did? Beating up his ex. Yeah, and then like yeah, threatening her with a gun. Her. Allegedly, yeah, that I I don't understand why he's not locked up. You know, but you know one thing I've noticed is that for most parts, like when a man has been up a woman in public, right? I feel like everyone just like steps back, like they just let that thing happen. Like they don't really like come in and do anything. And which is I which I find very, very like distasteful. That's disturbing. I have to stop using the word distasteful because I can't say it right. It's very, very <laughs> it's just it, it, it just looks wrong because like, it, you know, like, so, especially in that situation, like, bro, you know, he's been up this girl and then puts a, a gun on her head or whatever he did, allegedly. <laughs> and no one, like, you know, stepped up. I mean, I know it's a gun, but still, like, you just let him just kind of be on her, on her freely without, like, trying to, like, you know, check this man and push him off her or, like, call the cops or something. Or at least, like, fight this man back, you know, like. Do something because I Pussy know he is so me. tiny. I don't know why nobody yeah. just knocked him out. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, bro, four, three. Honestly. Can't you, can't you, I know there's a tall man out there that can just carry him like Al Hawk carried Loki and just put him down. <laughs> one, two, left and right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just, it just, I don't understand it, man. Like, I feel like our, like, in these days, like, we need to, like, just stop. Letting women being like beat on by men and not like engaging or you know I guess you know try to save them at least from so y'all that kind in of here public. if you saw a woman being abused you would step in yes yeah I yeah. mean yeah. it becomes dicey when there's a gun though because this is a woman yeah, I right. don't know so mm-hmm. I have me to almost risk my life you know I'm gonna just you to risk your life for a woman. For a woman that I that's know, that's not I his say, woman. For exactly, for a woman that I know, that's not a question, right? But for a stranger, it becomes a bit more tricky. Like, okay, like how are we gonna navigate this? I don't want to die, but I think I, I obviously don't want her to die. Maybe I can conspire with the other men. Hey, let's like let's conspire. attack him from behind. And, <laughs> from behind, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> bro. 
Pause. Or, or like, I don't know, like throw a Pause. chair at him or something. No one can. Exactly. No, there's no chair around. Like, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna do something that's gonna. I don't want to get shot, but I'm gonna try. Like, throw to the like, hey, you know, like yeah. hey. <laughs> You know and I'm, like nobody else in there had a gun, like security. This is California. No one has a gun in Cal. I don't think people oh. in California. Yeah. No. Here's the thing, though. Like, I think women, like, we're so easy. We're so ready to jump into situations to make sure everyone is safe. Like, for example, um, as we know, any move to uh, Kingman. We had a going away dinner for him. After the dinner, there is this lady being yelled at by her husband in the parking lot that he kicked her out of the car. Baby was screaming it's in the back. It's pouring raining, mind it's you. It's pouring rain. He's circling the parking lot, revving his engine, looking for this woman. And this woman's like hiding on the side of the building. So obviously us three, I mean, I'm not going to jump myself into there because this is Arizona. Be this is a right to carry state. Anyone can have a gun, right? But we had to check on that woman. Like, hey, are you good? Like, do you need to call someone? Do you need to go somewhere? Obviously, she declined. But, you know, we do what we can do at that moment. But as mm-hmm. a man, I feel like a man just carries more authority behind them. That's just the society we live in. We live in a patriarchal society. So if a man sees a woman is being chastised, abused, terrorized, and sits there and doesn't do anything, you are less of a man in my eyes. Period. You're so low, so low on Mm -hmm. your scale. Like, how can you just sit there and someone is being beaten next to you and you're just eating your your omelet at brunch? Are you crazy? Like, And it shouldn't have even got to the point of beating. That's my biggest issue. Like, allegedly, whatever happened. If you see that this man is belligerent, arguing, whatever, you should have stopped it before it got to the point of laying hands on that girl. Period. All you got to do is, hey, hey, what's going on here? Da, da, da. I'm not saying go up and fuck the guy, but you sh- you guys should know how to defuse. I'm not saying you guys, that's the guys in this chat, but like men in general should know how to defuse the situation in that area. Especially if you're supposed men, to be man. leaders of the household. Exactly. <laughs> but, but honestly, no, like I see Exactly. What can he really do? And like situations <laughs> like this have happened even to me firsthand where something mm-hmm. was up. Uh, uh, not beaten on let me clarify that but publicly like being harassed by a man and there's men around and i'm obviously uncomfortable i'm you know almost about to cry and nobody did nothing to help me it's like and then after the fact when the guy is gone they're like oh were you good no like why did you wait till after the fact like Mm -hmm. i don't know if they don't want to get involved or they feel like oh that's not my sister that's not my girlfriend i can't do nothing but it's very weak to me. Yeah. yeah. David, do you have anything to say about that? Um, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, the guy or whoever guy was there should have stood up for um the lady that was being abused. Um, I think like as men, that's the responsibility we have, especially like, you know, how we are and like what we the authority we like carry in those kind of situations, we should definitely do something. Like if a girl's getting like shouted on, beat it on, like at least investigate. Like even if you feel like, oh, that's not my business or something like that. If someone's getting like shouted on, like just be like, hey, is everything good? Da, 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 and then see what you can do. But just like putting a blind eye, it, it kind of look weak. So, right. Also, um, JT, your man JT. is an abuser. 
And you on Twitter defending him. I that wonder what the, he does to her at home. That was the other you know those ride or die chicks. I was expecting mm. her to have like an instant like o- OMG, like I'm detaching myself from this guy. But like it's like everyone in their circle just ignored just it. Nothing. Like I was like that's why when it was showing up and no one was talking about this girl that got bullet or um, gun put in her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> right? That, and they were talking yeah. about I was confused, you know. One thing I want to ask, like, I feel like it's a culture thing as well, right? The reason why I say this is because I feel like it's our culture and I feel like our generation, we have, like, this video game mentality. Like, we think life is not real. Like, we think that, oh, it's not, like, there's not repercussions to things. And you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's a bit more of a detachment from reality. Like, an Mm -hmm. example of this, saw this video on Twitter, right? And I couldn't stop watching it. Like, why are we like this now? I'm sure this was not like this before, right? But since the mm-hmm. advent of the phone, social media, it's like people don't connect themselves to reality like they once did, right? The video is a is a state park, right? And in the state park, there's a there's a ride that basically takes you in a circle, and people sit in it in a row, and it swings around, right? And at state parks, um, these things are not like they're not built into the ground. They're like they're portable rides, right? At a certain point, right, the the machines start to like tip as these people are circling, going in big big circles. So it's tipping, rocking back and forth, looking like it's almost gonna fall, right? All everyone is doing is putting the phone and recording it. Mm. That's all they're doing. People, so, so finally, some three guys with some sense, they hurried, jumped on the thing and start applying counterweight to the machine so mm-hmm. that it could stop rocking. Right. And I just kept watching. I'm like. I saw some people who were recording and then they it's as if they snapped out of it and like, oh, I can actually help and like intervene. But mm-hmm. like for whatever reason, they just. It's like they it's just like some weird detachment. Like that's what makes me say. And bringing it back to this topic, I feel like it's a culture shift that's happened where social media is making us feel like we don't have anything to do and re- we don't have no, any part to play in reality. And where it really makes us into our own world and where you get situations like someone is getting thrashed on and everyone is just taking out their phone, recording it. You know, mm. I don't want to say like the George Floyd incident. I know I'm going even deep. Right. But the George Floyd incident, that was great because. We got it on recording, but I always think like, why don't someone inter? I understand your life is in danger, but has someone I don't know, maybe five dudes just start rushing the police, and I don't know, man. But that maybe that one's not a great example because there's a lot of fear in that with black people and police, right? But you guys sort of get my drift, like yeah, right. Yeah. If five men were to push that police officer off of George Floyd, he may have been alive today. But everyone just kind of like. It's two things that happen in that aspect. Fear and, like, social media. How can someone, you're sitting there and you're recording and saying, no, stop, get off him. Like, if you see someone's dying, you know, at that point. But I also, big, big issue is, like, the fear of the police. So I understand why no one jumped in in that situation as well. But Yeah, there's balance to everything. Like, 
the people that can help do what you can, the people that can record do what you can, because if mm-hmm. she didn't record, we wouldn't have seen what happened and that guy would exactly. not be in jail. But so, my issue is that, sorry to interrupt you again, but my issue is that I get that, but it seems like the new initial instinct is to not help, but to record. That's what mm-hmm. makes me scared. Like the I new mean, instinct, honestly, I, though, it, I pull out my phone and record it. Like versus situation different though. Yeah, the situation right, is that, different. Like with cops, I'm not gonna come and attack a cop and get shot in my oh, brain. Of course, right. exactly. Yeah. But but like the 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 state fair incident is is really one that resonated. That's why I just kept watching this video. I'm like, when I saw like someone who was just recording, and then they, it's as if they were in a trance, and they're like, "What am I doing? I can help." And then they jumped in and started doing the thing. Like, I don't know, man. That then really got to me, and it just. I definitely see what you mean, though. Like yeah. people are so quick to just. Let me post it. Well, Let me go live. Yeah. Like these people are about to die. A, yeah. Like that's that's to All I gotta say is JT, you are stuck on stupid. Should have been left that man. <laughs> leave him. She should leave him. There's, there's a big disconnect, man. Heavily. Heavily. <laughs> it's just okay. honestly, she was the one recording him break dancing. That's what <laughs> and she's like, that's my man. Like, that's my man. Hey, hey. Go easy. Go easy. <laughs> I'm like, hey, would it, would it so happy a man up though? Like, come on. No, I would never date a man that will break <laughs> in the middle of a party wearing all white. White you turtleneck. Like you don't like dancing dudes. What would you rate his break dance on a one to ten? He was raw. I'm not gonna lie. He was. He was exactly. Exactly. raw. Exactly. He was killing that low key. Why would but it was just so dance? weird? Like, that's your bag. And then tell I'm not hyping when you get home. You know, like, yo, babe, like, show me what you did again in that score. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm going to bed. Uh, that's show crazy. Me what you did again. This is why there's no love, babe. You have to love him when he's outside and when he's inside. Is this easy. how you dance at parties? You know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just advocating for the other men out there, you know. That man doesn't need that man needs to be in an interrogation room. I know. Break dancing on the floor. I was just wondering, I was like, where's his warrants? Like, what's going on? Bruh. Wow, bro. Well, on that vein and relationship stuff, Fiend's favorite artist. What was he doing this weekend? What what did we have? What happened? Tell us what happened. Hey, yo. He was caught. He was caught. Yeah, what's it called? Drizzy Drake. Uh, I don't know. You guys know Amari Bailey? Basketball player. Top prospect. Yeah. So we he plays with now. Bronny. Yeah, shoot. We know his mama. But um, he plays with Bronny, LeBron James, son. So we know we've been seeing clips of Drake and Michael B. Jordan and all those kind of guys going to high school basketball games like two in a row, three in a row, like I get, you know, support the youth, but we all knew there was another reason. Mm-hmm. So um, we all know we've seen uh, Mari Bailey's mom on the sideline and, you know, she, she is bad. And so like everyone would kind of like make like comments and be like, man, like Jake, we know the real reason why he's there. And lo and behold, they got some footage, Drake running out the whole Dodgers stadium and like had like a romantic like dinner, just like with Amari Bailey's mom and like the helicopters got it on footage yeah, so like, um, like if you were Marty Bailey, if you were in his position, guys, at least let's start with the guys. How would you guys feel? Um, bro, you go ahead, Henny. 
I was like, yeah, it's Drake, bro. Like, <laughs> that's your mom. Bro, bro, what, 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 what is he gonna do? Like, like, like stop let's this. think about it. Stop. <laughs> I was, I was gonna stop it, bro. Bro, like, come Drake. on, bro. like. It's, it's, the, it's the boy. You can't do nothing, you man. Can't, bro, he's yeah, the market. He's, he's the boy. <laughs> okay, in, in school, he's a, boy. he's a teenager, bro. He can't do anything, bro. It's Drake. He doesn't make bro, time to Drake does. I will I feel a type like, of way, though. Having his I way. Mean, of course. Of course he's going to put something away, but like, like I said, it's his mom. Like, his mom has the right to date whoever she wants to date. I still got she's single. The only thing that's you know kind of sucks about this thing is like you know we're talking about the social media stuff. It's like people like kind of take the social media stuff too far sometimes, like yeah, and be disrespectful. Like if you go on their Instagram page or like you know his pictures and stuff, like people are on you know commenting, you know, oh you know Drake got your mom, like where your mom back, you know all that stuff. So like, as a teenager for him, like it's not okay because if it's it's already transpired to some sort of like you know broad daylight bullying for him. When it comes to right, this, exactly, and, you know, like it's kind of become like the bottom of the joke. So, and to his mom, it's kind of like, eh, 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 I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to see that kind of stuff for him. But it's also like, it's Drake, bro. Like <laughs> all of this stuff what are you was like, do, right? Where you know, your mom at? Yeah, it was bound to happen. If it was me, I'd be happy. All I. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'll be happy too. Like, bro, it's Drake. We should be rich. You don't know about my new daddy. Nah, daddy. I slashed her. Hey, it's your mom. What? Like, yeah. Bro, Drake got to be his new stepdaddy. No way, bro. I'll be geeked. What? Drake coming over to my house? What? Not for that reason. Think a young teenage boy at that age, bro. You in I mean, I room. know, I know, but I would just enjoy the benefit. Like, bro, Drake is at my house. Like, what? Exactly. What, bro? I mean, that's that's your mom's, bro. I don't that's think you guys are really bro. understanding, like, how he's going to, like, impact him in his social circles, right? Mm-hmm. Instagram's one thing. I can block out comments, whatever, right? But when he goes to practice and, like, say he's arguing with his teammate about something and he's getting heated, his teammate, all his teammate has to say is, well, Drake, Drake, with Drake your mom, is smashing bro. your mom. Drink with your mom, bro. What are you gonna do now? And then he's and just gonna, what, you, what can he say, <laughs> bro? What I, bro, what I'm gonna say is that what what car did you come into to uh, to school with? Oh, that's what I thought. You know, what I mean, a Kia, but Drake's my car. That's crazy, man. That's I mean, like it's it's okay, it's unavoidable, bro. Like yeah. people are always gonna talk some smack, yeah. but it's just. I feel like it's it's up to his mom. His mom just gotta you know give him some you know slight reassurance as a mom. Like, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Like, of course, you know, it's, people follow Drake, bro. Everybody follows Drake from you know girls, boys. Everybody listens to Drake. You know, paparazzi everywhere. So it's just unavoidable. People are always gonna talk about it. He just has to like, I guess, gradually create a backbone. To be able to like not you know react to this kind of jokes, and like I said, his mom just has to like give himself some of like reassurance. Wait, right. I I think that when I first saw the video, my first reaction was like, "Damn, like this guy really has no privacy in his life." Like he rented out a whole stadium just so he can have a private dinner to avoid this whole stuff that's happening right now, just <laughs> for it to blow up in his face. 
and have a whole helicopter with super zoom cam technology zoom in on both of them and identify both of them perfectly. Like, it's like, can he catch a break? Like, would I want to be famous? Like, this sounds horrible. Like, going out, I can't even go out to a dinner for a whole stadium that I rented out. And if you look at the video, it looks like they're, like, talking about, like, I thought, I, I imagine the conversation went something like, I thought you rented out the stadium. Why, I mean, like, why is there this and that? You know, my son's going to see that. Like, I can you imagine. You know what people were that. saying? And I, I mean, that's not, I don't know if that's what exactly they said. I just imagine what type of conversation that might have, you know, transpired. So, transpired they right? were saying that they were arguing because, <laughs> because Drake was on Nicki Minaj live asking about, um, Bia. What's that girl's name? Bia. And he was saying, oh, she's fine. And da, 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 da. And so they kept saying that she was arguing. Like, why would you do that? Da, 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 da. But and Nicki really Minaj knows? said, go back to your big booty ting. And, and we know who she is now. Right. Your mom. Is My mom. Billy mom. <laughs> she she cute though. I ain't gonna front. She yeah, I, I don't know. I understand. David. Uh-uh. That could even be your mom. <laughs> Sit down. Mm-hmm. Ah, Fix your eyes on God. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what do you guys think about like? Do you guys feel like? Would you want to be famous? Like, if this is what it comes with? Like, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. I just want money, bro. Like, you know, like, the kind of rich where, like, you, you don't, like, no one really asks to know about you, but you, you're, comp- like, you're just rich. Because, like, my, my old, my really old job from, like, that, you know, what, two years ago, like, my boss back then, like, that man would literally wear, all he wears is some, because it's, like, six foot, Five and two hundred and like fifty pounds. So all he wore was freaking Amazon shoes that he like Snickers because that was that was what was comfortable for him. Cargo shorts, a polo, a gold chain. That was it. This man drove a F one fifty truck. Well, he like you know platinum, and like that was it. Like he didn't really like put himself out there like that. But if you knew this man, like. If you saw his house, <laughs> and you would like be, you know, mind blown. That's the kind of richness I want to be. Just subtle. He married. Huh? He married. Yeah, he's married. His wife is a lawyer. He's <laughs> <And I, laughs> an attorney. <laughs> she's an attorney. But they have no kids. They have no kids. But like, he's living his best life. Like, you would see this man out. Like I said, in freaking Amazon shoes, on branded shoes and cargo shorts. You will not know he has, you know, he has millions in his account. Like that's a kind of Amazon sneakers. Well, <laughs> bro, bro, that's literally what I call it because I don't know what brand it is. It's not, I, it's not Nike, Adidas. I don't know. I don't know. What Amazon. It is. But that's what it is. Well, that's that's the kind of you know richness I aspire to be. Like wealthy. just like a subtle richness. Yeah, I'm wealthy. And you like I, the flex. Yeah, you do. When I want Ooh. to. When I want no, to. No, you like to play. Let's see what's on your neck. What's on my neck? Bro, I. This is a. I wear this chain every day. I see <laughs> them diamonds dancing. Please, please, please. I don't like, you I like flex, to flex. When, I, when I want to, though. If I was flexing my Instagram, you guys would hate me. <laughs> but we already do. Already do. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends. Good rent. playing. But you know, famous is not for me to be honest, man. Because I would yeah. initially, 
I might throw stones at the TMZ and cameras along. They'll probably take us to jail. I'm weak. <laughs> no cat. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, I think I we mean, all have the same opinion. Nobody yeah. wants to be famous for real. Just rich. Yeah. I think people who want to be famous have some sort of like attention. Like, I don't want to say like attention issues because why do you really want to be famous? You want people to see you, right? You want people to notice you. Not really for the money. I mean, money, you can make money a lot of different ways, but the famous aspect is like, everybody knows who I am. I walk in a room and I get all this respect. People know me, X, Y, and Z. I think it stems from a little little bit of narcissism. Just my Also, opinion. I feel like mm-hmm. the only justifiable reason to want to be famous is if like, you make music or something like you have some kind of art that you're trying to showcase but even now yeah. you can you can showcase your talents without being in the spotlight it's very possible mm-hmm. so i mean yeah there's certain people like they're famous but we don't really hear from them like that they just be you know chilling like lauren hill we don't never hear from her and i think she's enjoying her life like she's just Ocean. chilling Frank Ocean, I don't think you see Frank Ocean post exactly. in his life. <laughs> like, Lamar. people like that just be chilling. Kendrick Lamar, yeah, people like that. But Drake most definitely likes to flex himself. He'd be outside. And I probably also depends on, like, the people that you surround yourself with or, like, you know, it's just... Man, Drake be on every trending thing. That's why he be kicking with Justin every- LeBoy in the every comments. Trending thing. Mm-hmm. Every trending thing. <laughs> I'm weak. Hey man, let me let me look, let me look up a Drake real quick too. Shoot, Bruh. you need to be on Beyonce's level now. Do your own thing. People don't need to always know what you're doing, man. Oh, I was just like I was just gonna say like that's the hardest of the decade, man. <laughs> oh, the attention's on him. I'm telling you, man. I think that um, people also want to be famous because they want to be remembered. I think mm. that's one big thing. Like a lot of people. I don't want to like trash on everyone and people in general, but most, most people in this life don't really live. Um, I don't want to, this is kind of mean, but they, not a lot of people will ever remember them. Like mm-hmm. maybe their family, which is all that, maybe that's all that matters to them, which is fine. But some people want more than that, which is where I think the, the, the um, desire for fame might come from as well. So, okay. you know, bring a little lightheartedness and, you know, get to know the cast a little bit better. The cast plus any a little bit better. We're going to ask everybody, what is your number one song right now? Like, what song are you just feeling? What's your vibe right now? So who want to go first? I'll go first. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> my my favorite song at the moment is Wasting Time by Brit Fires and Drake. Just mm. because I want to waste time this summer. Uh, I, want to, <laughs> I want to waste somebody's time. You don't mean that. I'm just playing. I'm just, I just really like that song, though. Maybe because it just came out, but I haven't got tired of it yet. So It's a good song. That song's a vibe. Mm. How about you, I'm going on the boat, too. We were bumping that on the boat, bro. That was... And what else were you bumping on the boat? Oh. Oh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nah, all right. What do you mean? No, right. hey, right. <laughs> no wait, wait. I was even one talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Um, what song have I been listening to a lot? Okay, the song is called No No, and it's by Mike. Mike is like an Earl Sweatshirt type artist. Um, I've been listening to his music pretty new now, and I just love the sampling on it, and I love the rapping on it. I just love it. Uh, I'd be, you know, replaying that song frequently. And I love the lyrics as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I always try and get these people to listen to people like this. You know, I send it to Nikki. Sometimes she listens to it. She says she likes this one. So I listen every time. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's my that's my song that I've been bumping lately. Hmm? My song I've been bumping lately um, is from Tyler, the creator's new album. It is Sweet slash um, I Thought You Wanted to Dance. It's just a very vibey song. Um, you know, it reminds me of like a nice summer drive. You're driving to your destination or even if you're driving home and the sunset's playing in the background. But I really like that album as a whole. But that song really icing on the cake for me. Nice. Um, of the year. Um, mine is um Run It Up and from by hey, Tyler Creator. Yeah, I don't know why. I love that song. We gonna run it up. Hey, we gonna run it up. I don't know. Like, why is David like, making that? <laughs> oh, you forgot <laughs> Megan Stallion was on it. Yo, yeah, bro. It's just like the fact that because like you know like the new chapter in my life, so I just feel. That song has just been like resonated with me because, like, you know, <laughs> I know, like, you know, it's just the beginning for new things for me. So I just, Period. every time, are you, just, like, you know, are you, are you gonna spend it all? Like you said, I might just spend it all. Hey, spend it all on no, us. No, no 401k. None <laughs> <laughs> of that stuff, man. No, nah, I'm gonna sit my buddy. I'm gonna sit my buddy. <laughs> but, um, but I'm gonna run it up one day though. So, but I just feel I don't know. That song was just that my entire album. To be honest, was great. I love Tyler. Album of the year, man. Because it's, it's just like it, the way, like you know, the beats and the the piano, and mm-hmm. it's, it's so good. It's so good. So. Yeah, so man. Good. All right. Me. Y'all know oh, what's your? Me? Sorry, sorry. What's your? Miss Nikki, baby. What's your song? <laughs> <laughs> that just made me blush. Um. <laughs> Strange um, I actually had a different song I'm going to say two because I'm the last one And I get to say that because I oh, can't anyway, My first song is Rock by Olamide um, I like that song It's just cute little vibe You know I just want to rock Yeah and I like his voice on the song It's just nice summertime vibes and my second song is called R.I.P. by Mariah the Scientist. Um, mm. It actually came out a few weeks ago. And like, that's when I first started listening to her. And I was like, wow, like, this is my type of music. Like, it's a cute. She know, sounds a lot like Summer Walker. Yes, I do think that her voice is not like, let me not say that. But yeah, she kind of has Summer Walker vibes. And I like that. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, you for sharing. Wait, one more. I have a question for you guys. One more. Okay. Okay. Is Essence really the song of the summer? No! no! And stop playing it! It is, though. Period. It is. No! Y'all you might not like that it is, but it is. It, it is. not or the song right. of the summer. All right, listen. Get listen. Essence, oh. Essence mm-hmm. was the song of whenever it came out, right? That's what mm. we was playing when we went to uh, 
to Where Dallas. did he go? To Dallas in November. But we were locked up. It but still, matter. like, we was vibing to that. So it's like, we've all been giving it the credit it deserves. And not everybody else has caught on. And not to say WizKid, WizKid and Tames don't deserve, you know, exposure. But it's like, these people can run a song into the ground. Like, every TikTok I see is... You don't need no other. Keep singing. No, let her keep singing. You don't need no other body. It's a good song, but uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just think, too much. Songs of the it, summer has to be created in the year, the year of the summer. Not necessarily. That's, oh, no, no, not that's really. My standard. I don't agree summer, with that. When Drake dropped Summer Sixteen, they were playing Summer Sixteen. Throughout that summer, I feel like mm. Song of the Summer needs to be dropped that year at least. I'm not saying it has to be dropped in the summer, but at least that year. Wasn't Bodak Yellow like a year later is when it blew up? But Cardi B wasn't really a celebrity then, so that doesn't really count. No, that goes. That literally goes. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. Man, either what way, they need to relax. That's different. Bro. Yeah. No. What is what I don't like about it is this girl on TikTok was like. Oh my God! This underrated artist, Wizkid, um, has a song essence, yeah. and everybody in the comments was flaming her up because they're like, "You just found out about Wizkid. Everybody knew him before." And, and then I on, even don't blame people, her now. She's just an American. But then just close your mouth. Then that's how I feel. Do your, I really music. <laughs> Do your research. Why are you calling somebody underrated? Like, you know, Nigerians take offense to things like that. Did you see Brandon Boy talk about? Oh, this girl was in my DMs, and she said oh she didn't know me. Anyways, um, let Essence go. It's giving Joanna. Now we, it's I love that Joanna. song still. I'm sorry. Bro, come on now. What? I still love that song, man. Of course, we all still love the song. That's why it hurts so much and it's getting under overplayed. Yeah. I'm I'm still going to play that thing in the car. Yeah, that's the song of the summer, though. If I pull up to the function, yo, DJ, can you play Essence, please? <laughs> People are going to shut it down. Play Essence, please. I'm going to shut it here. down. <laughs> It's Honestly, true. though, it's yeah, not like I'll be angry hearing it. It's just like certain times when I hear it, I'd be pissed off. Like on I TikTok, like social media has played it too much. It's on every TikTok. Bro, but listen, what do you like, listen, this is like, what do you guys expect to be done if the song is good? I mean, yeah, but it just seems like, <laughs> like you know, how, not to be a gatekeeper, not to be a gatekeeper, but it just feels like once a song gets out of the African community it just turns to something we don't want to hear. Like how black people were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 bring yeah, that yeah. One up. It's yeah, just, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell like, yeah. Like this girl was captioning her picture, her prom pictures, talk about you don't need no other body. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's being a tad overplayed now. Yeah, and shout I'm going to start doing this. Doing sucky to we go, we go, to we're gonna wait for you okay, guys to drop your own album of the summer. What'd you say, Kenny? So we're gonna wait for you guys to drop your own album of the summer. I'm telling you, you drop your own album of the summer. Get out of my face. You're the most complaining, is it me? <laughs> but shout out to Thames, she's getting exposure. That's my love that for her because we need we need more women in Afro beats. Yes, we sure. actually do, but yeah, well, guys. We reached the end, and I just want to say, as always, as always, oh yes, thank you for oh, any, yeah. thank you any for coming. Yeah, thanks for filling in for Melody. 
Hope you, Melody, hope maybe. Uh, thank you, Annie. Thank you, all of you. And thanks to the people who choose to listen to us. We appreciate it. Yeah, check out our Instagram. Check out our Instagram. Instagram. It's two zero somethings underscore, right? Mm -mm. 20 somethings podcast (laughs) underscore. My God. But it's spelled with a two zero. That's why I'm saying the twenty. You forgot the whole podcast part. They're going to go to a different page. Oh, 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 you're right. You're right. My bad. Sorry. All this out and just say. From the beginning. Okay. Just leave it so they can leave it. It messes up sometimes too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, guys, we want to thank you for listening, and as always, we love you. 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 Why you 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 guys? I said it first. We love you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. See y'all. Peace. Peace.